Today is Friday, September 10th. Here's your local news from the Kansas City Star. Today's high will be 90 degrees with plenty of sunshine. Here's today's top story. Hours after a deadly overnight shooting took the life of a man on the night of his birthday, residents and business owners in the historic 18th and Vine neighborhood expressed their frustrations with the killing and called upon the city to redevelop the area. The shooting took the life of Mortez C. Faulkner, who had turned 32 on Tuesday, according to the Kansas City Police Department. Police had responded to the shooting shortly after midnight and found a crime scene just south of 19th and Vine Streets. As officers were arriving, they were told that Faulkner had been dropped off at a hospital by a private vehicle and that he died at the hospital. Quote, we're afraid, said Sheila Johnson, who lives in the neighborhood and woke up at 12.08 a.m. to the sound of gunfire. Johnson has been fighting for more than a year to get increased public safety in the area. Quote, in our neighborhood that we once would sit outside at any time of the night on the patio having cocktails with each other chit-chatting, we don't do that anymore, she said. Business owners in the area said the killing was a community problem that needs to be addressed not only in their neighborhood, but across the entire metro. They blame the availability of guns and the lack of regard some people have for others' lives. Attorney Henry Service, who owns the historic Lincoln Building at the corner of 18th and Vine said, quote, I'm sad that another person is dead. But I'm also sad for the district because what I know is that people are going to come down here and try to tar the district as unsafe. It's going to hurt all the businesses down here. Service, who called the Jazz District one of the safest entertainment districts in the city, said the city needs to accept some of the blame for the crime that occurs there. He said the city has blighted property that it hasn't developed. Developing those properties, or allowing others to do so, would help cut crime in the area, Service said. In political news, when Missouri's Treasurer and Secretary of State face off in court this month over a proposed constitutional amendment set to be on the 2022 ballot, both sides will be represented by private attorneys, at a cost to taxpayers of more than $800 an hour. The reason, Attorney General Eric Schmidt bowed out of the case, citing a conflict of interest his office said it is not ready to share publicly. The Attorney General's decision surprised many longtime observers, who note the office always defends the Secretary of State in these types of ballot language lawsuits, especially since the office plays a role in signing off on ballot language. Jim Layton, who spent most of his 22 years in the Missouri Attorney General's office as the state solicitor general, said he can't recall a time when the attorney general wasn't involved in a case like this. Layton said it's not unusual for the office to be on both sides of a case, with a conflict wall established within the office to ensure both sides are represented fairly. In the rare instance where two statewide officials are on opposite sides of litigation, the attorney general is typically on one side or the other, such as when the office represented former Governor Jay Nixon when he was sued in 2011 by then-auditor Tom Schweik. He said, quote, in prior administrations, the feeling was that if there's any way for us to do it in-house, we do. That's our job. That's the statutory obligation, in part, to avoid putting the taxpayer on the hook for private lawyers. And we went out only when we had to go out. I'm not sure if that is still true. Andrew Hirth, who served as Deputy General Counsel for former Attorney General Chris Coster, said he's confident the decision to opt out of the lawsuit had more to do with politics than policy. Treasurer Scott Fitzpatrick, Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft and Schmidt are all Republicans who were re-elected last year. Fitzpatrick is running for state auditor and Schmidt for U.S. Senate. In education news, the Raytown School District is alerting parents that they should plan an alternative way to get their kids to school. Due to staffing shortages, the district warns that one day, the school bus might not come. Quote, we are taking every action possible to ensure every student who needs transportation receives service. 
However, we may have to temporarily cancel routes as staffing shortages are increasingly impacting our ability to effectively run routes at our current capacity, district officials wrote in a notice to families. Across the country, school districts are struggling to maintain bus routes with a limited number of drivers. Some were out of the job last year when classes went online as COVID-19 spiked. Some didn't return this year due to fears about the virus. And hiring new licensed drivers is challenging with labor shortages industry-wide. In Raytown, officials warned parents that they might be notified the day prior or the morning of that their student's bus route is canceled. Officials said, quote, cancellations would last no longer than 24 hours. However, a route may be canceled several times over the course of this school year, as the pandemic continues to impact our operations. Please be prepared to have an alternative transportation plan for your student should we need to temporarily cancel their route. Officials said they are using every available staff member to cover routes. And finally, in crime news, Wyandotte County prosecutors have dismissed a criminal case against a Catholic priest in the Archdiocese of Kansas City in Kansas charged with sexually abusing a minor. The Reverend Scott Cowell faced two felony counts of aggravated indecent liberties with a child stemming from incidents that allegedly occurred in 2015. Cowell's case went to trial in September 2019 and ended in a hung jury. A new trial, delayed due to COVID-19, was set to take place next year, but the Wyandotte County District Attorney's Office dismissed the case last week. The action was announced Wednesday by the KCK Archdiocese. The District Attorney's Office said the decision was made following discussions with the alleged victim's family. Quote, after lengthy consultation with the family, the District Attorney's Office has decided it is not in the best interests of the victim to try the case a second time, the office said Wednesday night in an email to the Star. The Archdiocese said in a statement that Cowell has been on a leave of absence since an allegation was first received in 2017. At that time, he was associate pastor at Holy Spirit Catholic Church in Overland Park. The Archdiocese said, quote, he continues to be on leave, restricted from publicly exercising priestly ministry. With the criminal legal process concluded, the Archdiocese will resume its own process of evaluation, including a thorough review by the Independent Review Board of the Archdiocese of Kansas City and Kansas. The board will then present Archbishop Joseph F. Nauman with a recommendation regarding Father Cowell's suitability for priestly ministry. You're listening to stories from the Kansas City Star. Find us at kansascity.com to read more about these stories and others.